Hi, everyone. Welcome to a very special edition of our Brief Tale podcast because we have a brand on with us today. We have Matthew, who founded Mware. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yes, it's good to have you here. You're one of the smaller brands out there, and but you do have a nice loyal following because everyone loves your thong, many of our guys included. I love your thong, and I'm not a thong guy, believe it or not. Well, we're happy to convert anybody. Yes. Yes, yes, I agree. So we'll get started in our interview. So what made you start your brand? What was it that you saw out there? It's like, hey, we need a brand out there. It's not meeting needs, and I'm going to do it. So what made you start the brand? Well, it's almost exactly what you just said. As, as with most products on the market, it was born out of a need. There was this gap in the men's underwear market that affected people I knew. So I chose to fill that gap. I mean, imagine bras only coming in one cup size. Yes. Men also have parts of their body that aren't uniform, especially in correlation to their measurement. So, so Mware was born. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it, it was very good to see because I would see uh, several guys promoting you online when you started. Joe would do it out of Chicago and a couple other guys would constantly post your pictures in an um, Instagram. I was like trying to think of what it was uh, and other places. And it was really cool to see you grow and sort of mature over the last, it's been two or three years. It's been a while. Well, we officially, the website officially launched on June 1st of 2018. But I think the, a lot of the social media posts happened, you know, maybe a year before that. Yeah. That's when we were really only selling via word of mouth on social media and, and whatnot. And that's when business started to pick up, I realized Hey, I need to make this a real thing and I need to I need to have like a proper website so that this is much more streamlined. Yeah, it, you make great gear. I will say I've tried the Pride Thong. Very nice. Fits great. Incredible. And I'm not a thong person. And if I say that, it's gotta mean something. I'm just telling you. Great. Um so did you enjoy yeah, it's I know what everyone was talking about now when I tried it. I was very happy. <laughs> So did you enjoy underwear before you started making it? Or was it sort of a brain that was like, oh, I need. What what was it really that got you interested before then? I did enjoy it. Or, well, rather, I do enjoy it. Some people like to say that if you make a job out of doing what you love, that it then becomes work and doesn't fun. Or maybe you lose passion for it. I'm mm-hmm. I'm thankful that I haven't reach that point. And I hope I never do because I, I really do enjoy it. And it, it's exciting to see something, you know, start out in in the studio. And it's it's great to see it later on on somebody posting it on social media or sending in a photo saying, oh my gosh, you know, I, I'm not going to post this on my social media because that's that's not the kind of content that I post. But mm-hmm. here's a photo of me just so that you know how much I'm enjoying it. And and that's and that makes me enjoy what I do even more is those moments um, when people go out of their way to respond or reach out and say, hey, this is really great. That's cool. Yeah, that's yeah amazing that you've had such a great following and people write in. That's a sign you're doing something right. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What makes your brand different from other brands out there? What's some things that, you know, you focus on that other brands aren't right now? I'm actually, I'm really excited to answer that question. So there's a few things. And and I'll say that these few things are not necessarily exclusive to our brand, but I am, I am very proud to say 
that we off- offer all of them in tandem. So one thing is we offer extended waist sizes. And, you know, that sort of goes for both sides of the spectrum. You know, it goes into the larger sizes and it goes down into the smaller, smaller. sizes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we, we go from extra small all the way up to 3X. And, you know, eventually we'd like to expand on either side of that. But, I mean, even where we started, the range that we have, I feel like, is already di- very diverse comparatively to the other brands. The other thing is the ability to choose the pouch size of your underwear, again, on both sides of the spectrum, you know, there are people who have like smaller packages or larger packages for whatever reason. And, you know, just, just because, like I said earlier, just because your waist is one size doesn't necessarily mean that your package is some uniform size that other like more traditional mainstream brands tend to make for. So, I mean, the, the other thing is we do custom underwear and I think that there are maybe a couple, maybe a few other brands that I can think of that have sort of a custom division, but there's really, there's really not many and at least not any that I can think of off the top of my head. So there's that. And then like, finally, we, all of our products are sourced in the U S and they always will be all of our, all of our fabric, all of our elastic, all of the artisans that we work with to produce our work. They're all in the US and you know we're we're sort of in the process of outsourcing production to um, like a, a on a factory scale, but you know we we're, we're very adamant that we want to keep whatever that labor is inside the US because there are, there are so many people, you know, here in this country, specifically in New York City, which is where we're based out of, that are incredibly capable of doing this and and I I certainly want to give back to to that community and to this country, to be honest, when it comes to when it comes to production like that. So nice. Yeah. New York has yeah, yeah. a lot of people you could pull on for that and take on creating and sewing for you. Plus, with it being in the US, you have greater control over quality totally. that you don't have out of, which I've heard many horror stories from many brands about outsourcing. So when you yeah, said that, I had Sorry, oh, go ahead. I, I I I originally thought, you know, hey, why don't why don't I just see what the difference is and and see what what it would cost or what the process would be if I if I went to um, a factory that was in like South America or Eastern Europe or or in Asia and it's it's super complicated. I mean, there's a mm-hmm. there's a huge there's a huge there's a huge disconnect because the the quality is much less great. <laughs> when you when you get stuff made overseas and it's and it might look great and and all of these things but it's it's not going to be as great a quality i don't think that it's going to last as long and to be honest the the most important part of the whole aspect of keeping it here in the u.s is you know there are so many people here in this country that are are hungry for for this work and these jobs and the money that I'm willing to pay them. And if that means that I have to pay a little bit more to to get underwear made here in the US, and that's what I'm gonna do. And it's it's something that it's something that I strongly believe in and it's something that will always be part of our our foundation. Nice. Yeah. The brands yeah. I know that do outsourcing well have to have a very hands-on approach. It's going to the factory. Totally. It's managing the whole situation. And you can do that, but that takes a lot more time when you have to go mm-hmm. overseas as opposed to go down the street. And right. you know, probably a lot of these people in New York know each other, know their reputations, know their work. Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of word of mouth. And you know, hey, if so-and-so does it, it's going to be good. It's not going to be 
cheap. It's not going to fall apart. So that's a good thing about that as well. And I think you... Yeah, it's great to... Sorry, go ahead. I mean, I think it's great that you combine all these different pieces with the extended sizes, the smaller sizes, the pouch, everything all in one to make amazing underwear. Because there's so many people left out of the underwear world, like myself, that it's amazing to see that because I'm a larger. I'm currently at a 42 waist. I'm trying to go back down to a 36, but COVID's not working for me. <laughs> but it's frustrating when it's 36 is the largest. I'm like, I can barely get that up my leg. So that's great to see. Sure. Yeah, you're you're certainly not the only person that that has that that obstacle or that issue. And, and the thing is, is that that shouldn't be an issue that people have. Like it should be, it should be easy for someone to walk into a store or to, to go onto a website and see things that they like and not have to wonder, Oh, is this going to come in my size? Yeah. Is this, is this, is this actually going to fit me? You know, for whatever reason, whether it's like, is, is the pouch going to be big enough? Is the pouch going to be small enough? Is the waist going to be large enough? You know, there's sizing issues and, I guess, body dysmorphia, if you want to call it that, on, on both mm-hmm. sides of the spectrum. Yeah, and that's the one thing I like about your site is you list on your front page it's underwear for everyone. We're seeing a trend in the last probably six months. People are going larger sizes, up to 42 and beyond. So that's really good to see the industry's moving in that way. It's sort of slowly getting there, but it's moving. And it's not just boxer briefs and briefs. It's bikinis and thongs and jocks because guys want something sexy and i'm like well i like bikinis but i don't want a boxer brief because they drive me insane it's too much material (laughs) right like no so it's great to see and you really put put it on your website too that you have models of all different kinds on your website you have different colors races different sizes everything and you launch your website and that struck me really cool that okay here's this person starting this company who speaks about inclusiveness of sizes everything and then you show it on your website as well i say it has yeah. to because not a lot of brands are doing that right now they right yeah it's it's important and the easy answer is because everyone should be able to find something that they like in their size, like I said a minute ago. But also, it's 2020. And the fact that most brands only offer sizes ranging from small to extra large is sort of pathetic. I mean, biz- businesses need to wake up and realize that they're not being inclusive by doing that. I mean, our tagline, like you said, is underwear for all men, and all is in all caps. And we take that very seriously. And I think that other underwear or clothing brands should as well. I think they're starting to. I think we're seeing a move in that direction, but it's not as it's not as fast as I think a lot of people want to see. But right, you know. right, right, right. I mean, I mean, I have several friends who are women, and they have the same issue when they're trying to find bras that fit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, come on, come on, really? This shouldn't be an yep. issue. Yep, it is. It's. Because we have guys, we do a reader survey with pouches, and that's the number one issue they have with underwear. Is it too big? Is it too small? Does it support me? What's the deal with the pouch? Why is it not doing this or that or... Mm-hmm. So that's usually the biggest complaint outside of itchy tags, which comes in a close second usually. <laughs> that's a big one. But most brands now are doing away with the itchy tags, but not all, but most are. But pouches are, it's important to have different sizes. And I think 
we're starting to see that in some brands, but you were like one of the pioneers that did it before the other brands are really caught on, which is very cool. And I think that's a good selling feature for your brand. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I've seen it all out there and well, it's, it's an interesting, I love the market and it's interesting, but sometimes I want it to move faster. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. It's a business and you go with what sells, but I won't get sidetracked on that. So I have a question for you about the industry in general. Okay. I got the pride thong you, from you couple years ago amazing thong like i said fits amazing fits great not a thong guy but i recommend it go when he has it in stock go get it you will you will not be disappointed why do you think thongs have increased in popularity in the like last two years as fast as it has because it seemed like it came out of like nowhere everyone wanted thongs all of a sudden that's a that's a really good question so to be honest i have no idea but I'm I'm very thankful that they have <laughs> because it's giving me business. <laughs> I do I do have a theory though. So I think it has to do with thongs traditionally being seen as one of the more feminine styles. Mm-hmm. And up until the past few years, men used to have like a, a stronger desire to come off as masculine or or butch. So they so they wore briefs or jock straps or whatever other style they wore. But I think now as the line between masculinity and femininity is slowly beginning to disappear and the definition of masculinity is evolving and becoming grayer, those people are accepting thongs more and realizing there's this unique sexiness that only a thong can provide and they're falling in love and embracing that feeling. Nice. That is one of the best reasons for thongs I've heard. I will say. I, I I relate that mostly to my own experience because, you know, when when I became an age where like in my sort of early 20s, I guess, I that's when I really started to realize that I I loved underwear. I loved different styles of underwear. I mean, it probably wasn't until I was god 21 until I like bought my first jock strap and I was like, "Oh my god, this makes this makes me feel like a man." <laughs> Much to everyone's dismay, I was a lady. But I, it took me a few years to really find something valuable in wearing a thong. And I don't really know what it was. I don't really remember the moment that I realized it. I want to say it was about the time that this whole movement, if you want to call it that, over the past couple of years started when I was like, oh, I really do like wearing thongs. And, you know, a lot of it might have to be or might be influenced by what I'm seeing on social media, because really that's most of my exposure to them. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the, the truth of it is, is that I think, you know, with, with, with most fads in the, in any sort of fashion industry, you know, things come and things go and, you know, maybe in, maybe in five years, there will be something else that everyone's obsessed with. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to bob and weave and we're going to move along with that. So. True. Yeah, but I think thongs thongs are here to stay after this. Let's hope so. <laughs> because I don't think they're going anywhere anytime soon. It's more than just a fad now. There are guys who that's all they wear. Yeah. No matter what, that's their that's we have a couple on the podcast that are like that. They are diehard thong fans. That's all they want to wear, either underwear to the pool, the beach, wherever. It's right. like this is my style. Kind of like I am with bikinis. Yep. They're that way with thongs. 
And another thing you said is the blurring of masculine and feminine is definitely going on right now because we're seeing a lot of things that were kind of like, hmm, looked down upon four years ago, five years ago. Now kind of like, oh, lace is the big one that's come up that guys are wearing. And now it's kind of like, okay, whatever. Before it was like, what are you wearing? Now it's like, oh, that's And that was even, yeah, and that was even happening in the queer community. Like, it wasn't Mm -hmm. just like, like a straight against gay or straight against queer thing that was happening. It was like, even people within this sort of like queer community were like, oh, no, if you're wearing a thong, like, you can't be in our photo. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing what's happened that now the fabrics are changing from lace, satin, the non-masculine colors like more pastels more of those colors are coming in the whole men's underwear world is like when i started the blog in 2008 has changed into 2020 to something much bigger much wider and the straight guys are now involved because they love thongs so they love lace they love everything really blown up in the last couple of years and I only see it getting bigger from here because we have so many more people in America to wear better underwear, God willing. Right. And I think that there there's this thing that's happening in our society where everyone's desire for modesty is slowly slipping away. Mm-hmm. Like even even with even within a more conservative crowd. Like you you can see that, you know, if you go if you go down to the beach in like, I don't know, Texas or Alabama or whatever and you you see people like straight people at the beach you know even their like board shorts are getting shorter yes and you know eventually maybe i i don't know eventually maybe they're going to continue to get shorter and it's like people are going to care less about sort of that that catholic shame thing that's happening and it's and you know hopefully it moves to a world that is more reflective of like european culture where you know people men particularly in this case are are less concerned about the amount of skin that they show let's hope so i've been preaching that for years i'm like come on get a swim brief get a swim thong get something get rid of the door everyone would just if everyone would just see it my way we'd all be happier (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) you get it We'd have a much better place, and it wouldn't matter who wore what. That's my point. Definitely. Totally. Uh, yeah, that's that's one thing I really like about your brand is it's always been, it doesn't matter what you like, you've made it, you'll make it, and there's no shame in it. Because I think a lot of guys kind of hide their underwear because a lot of guys are into it, but they don't really share it with other people, which is changing. But it's still like when I first got underwear when I was like, about bikinis when I was 13 because I wanted them. And it was like hiding them because mm-hmm. no one could see them. And that still goes on, especially here in the U.S. That needs to change because we always go, have straight guys ever talked about underwear? I know gay guys occasionally do, but do you ever say, oh my God, I love this brief? Yeah, it's still very taboo. I mean, even in even in gay circles, to some extent, it's like, I'm not talking underwear. It has to be with the right Yeah, I recently, talk. oh, totally. I recently had this this person, this this guy reached out to me on like via a direct message on Instagram. And he, I don't know who he was talking to before, but someone directed him to, to our page. And they were like, you know, whatever the issue you're having with your underwear is, I think that Mware NYC can, can um, fix that. So he reached out and he was like, Hey, I'm like a really tall, uh, really slim guy. I think he said he was like, 
six five and like 150 pounds, like very, very slim. And he's like, I have a really difficult time finding finding underwear that's small enough for me. Like even the even the size smalls when I when I purchased them from, you know, like a Calvin Klein or a whatever, he's like, it's still a little baggy. And he's like, I don't really have much of a butt. My my package is like average size. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. You you fit into an extra small and you can just get like the standard medium pouch because like our extra small is going to like fit your butt perfectly. And he, so he ended up ordering a pair and he sent me a message. I mean, he's, I think a lot more modest than I, I think that most of our followers and customers <laughs> are. So like we did, we didn't get a photo accompanied with his response and that's fine. But he, uh, he was like, wow, this is fantastic. Like I had no idea. And he, I mean, he just bought like a pair of briefs. Like it wasn't anything like super exciting. And I think that briefs are probably what he normally wears, but you know, he was never able to find um, a brand that carried a size or a fit that uh, worked mm. for his body. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's one area that, well, there's two areas we usually talk about that usually get no mention. It's guys who are really small, who have really small waistbands. And then the other one is like guys with butts because I was not right. graced, graced with that problem. I don't have that problem. <laughs> I wish I did, but I don't. And that's still one of those areas where guys is like, I have a big butt and underwear. I have to be careful what I get. And I think that's why thongs also grew is if you have a big butt and you wear a thong, you don't have to worry about it. That's because right, your butt's not covered. <laughs> your butt's not covered. It's interesting to see. I think we're tackling issues and we'll see that more and more as we go. At least I hope so. That's that seems to be where the industry's going, but you never yeah, fingers know. Crossed. You never know. Fingers crossed. But that leads me to one question we usually ask a lot, either in our personal or on the main show is on our blog, we say good underwear gives you confidence. Um, it could either be at work, on a date, whatever. Because mm-hmm. I always tell them that when I go on a date, first date, I usually wear my sexiest underwear because it's rarely people are going to see it on the first date. They have, but usually not always. <laughs> it's usually not the case. That's another podcast. <laughs> That's a different podcast. <laughs> but it has happened. But it's like... And I have friends who go, oh, no, you don't wear the sexy stuff on the first date. I'm like, why? That's when you need it the most, when you need that boost of confidence on the first date, when you're nervous, when someone you like. Do you feel the same way through your business that good underwear gives you great confidence in, in life in general? I think that the way you carry yourself has a lot to do with how you're dressed. And that begins with the base layer or your underwear. If you feel confident when you look at yourself in your underwear in the mirror, you know, like when you're in the early stages of getting dressed, then you're starting at the most basic level of dress and you can only go up from there. So yes, I I do believe it provides confidence on some level. Obviously, if you're if you're at the beach, at the pool, at a club, oh my God, remember clubs? Um, oh, yes. <laughs> in, in, in just your underwear or your swimwear and, and you like the way it fits, it's only going to increase your self-confidence and, well, that's the key. Yeah, it's, it's just amazing that something so simple as a great pair of briefs or whatever you enjoy, jog, thong, right. just makes you feel better. Because I know when I have bad underwear on, I just feel miserable all day. That's just, 100%. I reviewed a pair once that hated, I mean, I had to take it off. I was like, I'd rather go without underwear <laughs> than wear this again. And that's saying That's something. not good. That's saying I something. I certainly don't want to be that underwear for anybody. 
Now, I doubt you will have that, but this one was just like, I can't deal. I'd rather free ball, but no, no. And I love underwear, so no. No, no you make amazing underwear, I will say. that's Everyone definitely needs to go check it out. Um, yeah. So your stuff, as you said, is handmade, and you're going to expand it to other people. How does being handmade affect your orders? I know some guys see, will see that and go, oh, it may take forever. But you really are good about making it quick and having it for guys. So how does the handmade play into your brand? So, yes, all of our stuff is made by hand. I mean, it's really the only way you can make underwear. But for the most part, our time frame for, you know, from the from the moment your order is placed to the moment you have it in your hand is usually not more than two weeks, especially during okay. normal times when like when it's when it's not COVID. We we have a little bit of stock inventory and you know when, when we have downtime we we fill that inventory so that you know when we get into a crunch and there's like a bunch of orders in the queue, we can just pull from that and send those out just to get some stuff out the door. We're actually in the process of finding a vendor, like I said earlier, who can take over all of that production of our ready to wear so that oh. so that I can focus on the business side of things. And you know, I as a person in my in my personal life who does a lot of online shopping, actually most most all of my shopping is done online, especially when it comes to clothing. I hate having to wait more mm-hmm. than a week to receive something in the mail. I hate it so much. Thank God Amazon gives me two-day delivery on the things that I need to buy from Amazon. Yes. Um, but you know, when when I was trying to figure out the best way to structure that when we first when we first launched the website, like what what timeline do I need to give our customers? And you know, I, I'm sort of starting at the longer end of things. Like two weeks is the max that I ever want anyone to have to wait for their underwear. And I mean, there have been cases where someone's order has maybe taken like three weeks because, you know, a fabric ran out and we had to it was back ordered from the vendor. So we had to wait for them to get it in so that we could get it in. And then make the underwear. And, you know, that those kinds of things are sort of unpredictable. And I, I can't really relate those issues to that because, you know, those are sort of freak accidents. But I, I hope to eventually get to a place where people don't have to wait more than like a few days or a week to have something in hand when they when they place it. I mean, with this whole e-com thing happening in the in the world like people want things instantaneously like they they don't want to wait for anything everyone's impatient everyone wants things now and they want it they want it yesterday (laughs) so yes so i'm i'm trying i'm trying to get to that point but you know because because we are not yet outsourcing our work everything is more or less made to order so from the time that somebody places their order we start cutting and it usually you know a couple of days and and their piece or pieces are are complete and we try and we try and get it out the door as quickly as we can um and i'm i'm thankful that we haven't had anyone ever blow up and say oh my god this is taking too long i want my money back or like this is stupid and like had a had a full meltdown and i'm i'm glad we haven't come into that but i know that as 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 time goes by and every other every other e-com business sending things in a much quicker way. Eventually people are going to get to that point and they're not going to want to wait a week and a half or two weeks to get something in the mail. So, yeah. Well, I think your brand, which I agree, I've never heard a bad thing mentioned about your brand, especially with shipping quality, anything online. And I usually hear from people about brands like 
this brand sucked. It's taken eight weeks for this and blah, they won't do my return, whatever. I've heard it all with yeah. a ton of brands out there and yours is one of the few that nothing, nothing negative has ever been said. Yeah. So that's a good thing. And I usually hear everything. People are not afraid to <laughs> sh share their opinions on DMs or emails. So that's... Well, I'm, I'm thankful that our name has not gotten any slander on the grapevine. <laughs> no one, no one's reading you for filth yet. So you're good. <laughs> you're very good. But I think also your brand with handmade and especially custom pieces, you expect it to take a little longer because you know the quality is going to oh, be... custom pieces, yeah. Custom pieces and even your regular pieces that, you know, it's okay because it's going to take a little longer and you're going to wait a yeah. little bit for quality and you're going to be happy with the outcome. I think if... Right. Yeah, and then if you tell them all along, like... Usually, if you communicate with people and let them know what's going on, they're usually fine. They're like, oh, okay, cool. It's usually when they don't hear, they're like, meh, you're driving me crazy. Yeah, I think I've only ever had, like, maybe a couple customers ever send in an email or something and say, hey, just checking on the status of my order. Like, you know, it's it's been a little bit. And then I always respond and say, like, hey, you know, your your order is currently in the process of being produced. You know, it should go out in a couple of days. And no one's ever like had a freak out. They're always yeah. very understanding. And I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful for that, you know, because our, our volume certainly isn't at like this crazy level where we have like 40 orders coming through at once. So I, I, I'm never that overwhelmed. And if somebody, if somebody sends in an email and says, Hey, like it's been two weeks or whatever since I placed my order, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to push the order through as, as quickly as possible. But you know, there's, there's this like fine line between like pushing it through and it being sloppy and, you know, taking yeah. an extra day to make sure that, like everything's perfect and there's like not a stitch out of line. So yeah, no, you, you have a good rep and you have a good head on your shoulders because I've met a lot of people and who've come and gone in the industry who do the design side, but don't get the business side, which is the important part to get. Is, oh, totally. And talking to you, you get the business side, you know about growing, you know about production, you know about all the stuff you need to know, as well as designing amazing underwear. So that's great to hear right. because so many brands over the years have come and gone. It's like, where do they go? They were here for one collection and now they're gone. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's... We're trying to be in it for the long haul. Well, you've been in it for a few years, and I think you've got a lot more years to go. <laughs> and I'm excited for your uh, expansion into outsourcing in New York. So that's going to be a big help for you, I know. And probably take a lot yeah. of stress off you and the company. It's like, whoa, got it. Um, so yeah. yeah. It'll let me focus on the business side of it more and not have to focus most of my time on production and I can, I can work on actually growing the business and, and doing like development and all of that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Well, you've got a, yeah. you've got a smart head on your shoulders. So I think you're definitely going to go you. way far in the industry. It just takes time to grow. And I think you're growing at a reasonable rate because other times, if you grow too fast, that causes issues as well. It's great to be popular, right. but when you get popular, you have to send the underwear out and it's like, where's my order? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So that's perfect. I guess that's all the questions I have for you. Um, I'm sure we'll have you back yeah. on one of our shows very soon because you're a lot of fun to talk to. Where can people buy your underwear? 
and follow you on social media? We are exclusively online right now. And our website, our Twitter, and our Instagram are all the exact same. It's just mwarenyc. For online, it's obviously .com. And that's where we are. Yes, definitely go check them out. They make amazing <laughs> underwear. I have a pair. I've got to get more. I've just been lazy and haven't ordered any, which I need to do, especially during <laughs> these times. But support your small businesses out there, especially underwear businesses, people. Thank you again, Matthew. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate your time as well. And everyone have a great week and we will talk to you very soon. Bye, everyone.